0: Welcome, Dice Eaters, to Eat My Dice, an actual play, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Rachel, and these are my three lovely friends, Freya, our editor-in-chief.
1: Playing Antonia of Stormguard, half-orc, Tempest Domain cleric, and wild magic sorcerer. Jay. Playing Sir Bramley Hemeris, an Asmar Bear Totem Barbarian.
0: and Barry,
2: Playing Rami Sinha, a half-elf psionic soul sorcerer and monk.
0: Check us out online at EatMyDicePod on Twitter and Tumblr and on our website, eatmydicepod.wixsite.com forward slash eatmydicepod. We here at Eat My Dice would also like to publicly express our continued support for the Black Lives Matter movement. And so we have decided to shout out a different BLM related charity each week.
1: Hi, hello, it's me, Freya, your editor, doing the charity spot this week. As always, I want to express our support for the Black Lives Matter movement. And today I'd like to shout out the Okra Project as our charity. The charity project works to get free, culturally-specific meals to black trans people wherever they can reach them, whether that's by paying black trans chefs to go into their homes and cook for them, or inviting them to community spaces to deliver the foods. As well as this, the Okra Project has set up a number of other initiatives, including the International Grocery Fund, which sends grants to black trans people all over the world so they can buy food in emergencies, the Okra Academy, which teaches black trans people kitchen basics and recipes, and Okra Outings, which gives free access to performances in some of the most renowned off-Broadway houses, along with a free meal. To donate or find out more, head over to theokraproject.com or their Instagram at theokraproject.
0: Alright, without further ado, let us enter the world of Rihayama. Last we left off. We met our three heroes for the first time, Antonia of Stormguard, Rami Sinha, and Sir Bramley Hemaris. They convened, as instructed, in a basement room of the Silvered Finn, where they were supposed to meet the fourth member of their homes unit. However, upon arrival, they discovered the room hastily abandoned, although there remained on the table a bottle containing, not piss, contrary to popular belief, but six doses of a health potion, a puzzle box, and a hastily scribbled note from the fourth unit member who apologised for their unplanned exit, telling you that you would have to go and meet them up north in the nation state of Sudrak. After some difficulty with the puzzle box, including repeating foot fleet several times and trying to order the pictures based on the number of holes each of them had, you worked out that the symbols on the box alluded to the code phrase you said in order to enter the room fleeter than the swallow flies silent as a quick demise when you clicked the final symbol into place you found out that mouth stood for mobile operative unit training helper and is a sort of on-the-go glorified team building device a thick silvery white fog swirled around you and you were transported to a pocket dimension once you were in the white foggy space you heard a voice say environment simulated Nidfellian." You felt the humidity kick up and were surrounded by lush, glossy, dark green leaves in a living cave of sorts. As you stood there, you heard a loud, arrhythmic scuttling noise and then eight hungry, gleaming eyes emerged from the darkness. An enormous arachnid, a horrifying spider emerged from the depths of the jungle. And after several venomous bites, Antonio managed to cleave it in half, retrieving a light blue honed flag from the black substance oozing from its cracked carapace. And that is where we ended our session. Uh, you see that after you kill the spider, um, the the thick, dark green leaves and foliage around you uh, rustle softly and begin to move and part, and the vines are twisting and twining around each other to form a kind of, like, natural archway, and a, a very familiar kind of sheen of, like, fog hangs over that archway.
3: Okay, before we do anything now, we're taking a short rest.
1: Yes. <laughs> Please. Squad guys... sits down in this spider corpse and just
0: yeah. chills out a little bit. You, you, all, so... you all sit down. Yeah, you all sit down. Um, take yeah. a moment to yourselves. Um, what, do you, what are you guys thinking and saying and feeling right now? So Rami used Prestidigitation uh, to clean off the
2: flag. Um, also to clean off Antonia. <laughs> he also gave Bram some water and cleaned her up with the water. Um, so he's just... Uh, he, he kind of pulls back and, and puts his water away, um, and then he- he looks to Antonia and says, That was incredibly impressive.
1: Thank you! I'm not gonna lie, felt pretty good. I have no clue what's going on here, didn't really expect a spider, but it was nice to just cut it in half. Um, I take it your handbook doesn't have anything about murderous spiders in the training section? Does it have a training section? I, I was sort of, um, well, the, the handbook explained that there may
2: have been a small chance of having some kind of practical element to our training, but I, I wasn't quite aware that we were going to be perhaps thrown in the deep end like this. Um, but mm-hmm. obviously the nature of our work is going to be fairly intense, so it probably bodes well to, to, to get... Some, Practice, as long as you're both right are you both all right? Yeah,
1: yeah i mean i'm all right now after fucking healing potion god that thing that thing sure did take some bites out of us huh
3: yeah. Ram is like on the floor at this point she's lying on her back just like arms splayed out to her sides and she's just like if, if this sets the tone for the rest of the assignment i thought we were an espionage unit are we are we going to be doing this full time
2: Oh... That's a very good question. <laughs> it's more than likely that we will have to be working under quite stressful conditions. I... I did... Well, I, I suppose... Uh, I, uh... I, I read that... that uh, it's just that there's, there's a lot of the difference between, well, perhaps what you read and what you actually
3: experience, I so, suppose, like... I didn't sign up for this shit honestly you She's did saying, actually <laughs> you know no i signed up for trampoline, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I tram- trampoline? Up for trampoline classes i don't know where i am i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> well really you think this is a trampoline park yes is it maybe. not a trampoline class? Maybe, maybe we should look at the trampoline. Yeah, maybe there's a trampoline around it. Maybe through the next door, there's going to be a trampoline. Everything's going to be explained. <laughs> I hope there's a trampoline. <laughs> 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 <What?
1: laughs> <Is> it... <laughs> oh This
3: is dead in character. Jay, your backstory. There's a there's a small smile playing on um. On Bram's lips. Bram's
1: fucking with us, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> whiz, where did you get that idea? <laughs> oh, well. And Tori like, you know what? A trampoline would be quite nice. I yeah. I could go for trampoline in classes.
3: She, te- Brown, kind of like rolls onto her side and like you know splays out as gracefully <laughs> as one does. And she kind of looks at Rami and she's like, you have pressed the digitation, right? You just used it, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Can you use prestidigitation to make a trampoline?
1: I'm fairly certain you can't use prestidigitation to make a trampoline. Here's my logic.
3: Here's my logic. Um, You can use prestidigitation to change the, 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 the properties of a fabric, one fabric for another. What's to say we can't change the properties of the floor into a trampoline?
1: You see, do uh, okay. some indoor trampolining. Okay, for a start, the floor's not a material, or like a fabric. It's dirt. What if we lay the it's h- a dirt what? floor. No. What if, what if, <laughs> this is what the flag's for, we change it? Trampoline. Yeah, you know what, that could actually work. If we dig trampoline? a if we dig a big hole, we, we lay the fla- we like nail the flags over the top of it. Damn, we got ourselves a trampoline, we a trampoline. and we don't have to uh, leave this rainforest place that's, by the way, really gross. I hate gross. to, um,
2: I hate to uh, spoil your 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 path of imagination. I, it's just that I don't believe that my prestidigitation spell can change the actual properties of, of fabric. You don't know until you try, Rami. Isn't that what I, they tell I you I know you you that I, I can make it hot or cold, or I can We can make, make a hot
3: trampoline.
2: <laughs> it's like hot ah. yoga.
3: But hot trampolining.
2: What's hot yoga?
3: Well, basically.
1: Hot yoga is hot yoga. You do yoga, but You do but yoga, and it's hot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yoga in the sun? Yo- no, yoga
1: in a very sweaty room. Like in a steam room?
2: Yeah. Oh, a sauna? Yes. Yeah. I never thought to do a yo- sauna. It's yeah, it's very calming. To be, yeah. Opens oh, the supposed the
3: pores. to be good for you. Opens the pores, and then she waves her hand. And you can kind of see, like, bear claws kind of peeking out from underneath the
1: fingers of her gauntlets. Oh, pause! <laughs> Sorry, that took me a minute to get.
3: Bram just kind of, like, smiles and bears her teeth a little bit, and you can see uh, she has very long canines. Antonia
1: kind of puts her, heads in her head in her hands for a bit. She's like, wow. Wow. I'm really good at this, huh?
3: So, I forget to ask, but... How did you get into Honed? If, you know, I mean, your skill set is vast and credible, I'm sure, but uh, th- how?
1: Um, something of a favour from a friend who maybe didn't want me getting arrested one time. So, what, this is like fantasy community service? Well, no, I also wanted to do some fun things with my time. It's more of a, it's more of a fantasy gap here. But Half-yard. also, I don't know if fantasy makes spiders. sense if this is just the world you live in. It's for comedy, <laughs> it's for comedy purposes.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like the, the continent that that you're on uh, has significantly less technological development than a lot of the other planets and continents in the Hyperion Galaxy. You can so. like
3: traders and stuff just offhandedly refer it to it, refer to it as like Fantasyland. Is fantasy a slot? <laughs> <laughs> so what, you think
1: espionage is a fun hobby? Well no. But it's not much different to what I'm normally doing. I might as well get paid for it. What do you do successfully? Things, many things. Or jobs. You're being very vague. Crimes. Okay,
3: well that's a little bit better, um, can I ask what kind of crimes? Is that too much?
1: Nothing too bad. Nothing that'll hurt people that- Murder? Not very much murder. Grand larceny. Yes, probably grand Mm. larceny.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, relatable and all that. Uh,
0: tax theft?
1: Tax fraud. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I haven't paid taxes in years.
0: I think my favourite thing in the world is the fact that you're asking Antonia, who's dressed like a pirate, about what crimes she's <laughs>
1: What crimes did you do, Antonia?
0: <laughs> piracy, perhaps!
1: And she hasn't told you she piracy. Told you piracy. <laughs> she's, she's keeping that one under the belt. It's a
0: secret.
3: Yeah. Brown is being very, She's, you know, she's politely
0: inquisitive. <laughs> That's valid.
3: Well, you know, I'm glad that murder's not on the table, but you know, down 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 with the man, you know. Down with the man indeed.
1: That's mm, that's kind relatable. of somewhat the mission statement of the crimes.
3: Nice. So I feel like I shouldn't be encouraging this, you know, as a former knight of Valence Fire, but you know. Eh. My home planet was overrun by a capitalist pig who usurped the crown and killed most of my friends. So
1: So I think we can agree on down with yeah. the man then. Absolutely.
3: Down with man. yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I'm taking this very well. Looking at back at it, um, I thought I, you know, it was great to meet you. I feel like I'm working through some stuff now.
1: That's that's really good. I yeah. I do tend to have that effect on people. What? That they reevaluate their entire worldview? Um, mostly just therapy. I'm good oh. at that. Oh, well, you are a ships doctor. <laughs> Somewhat, yes. You're right there, Rami.
2: Yes, I. I'm very sorry about
1: nothing too bad about just a bit of light crime. I have other, deeper traumas. You know, <laughs> since we're sharing.
2: Rami uh, walks up and then sits in front of both of you. Uh, he sits cross-legged. And he assumes the very sort of calm pose. And then he says, You don't need to worry, this is a safe space.
1: Thank you, Rami. That's really kind. Yeah.
2: yeah. Bran rolls back
3: over and flops back onto her back and like sprawls out starfish and is just staring at the ceiling at this point.
1: Some stuff is happening huh <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: what g- I honestly I, I make jokes about it before but I, I don't think I signed up for um, I this feel like training
1: scenario specifically yeah I feel like it, they could have done with at least a little bit of warning. Mm. Like, what the w- fuck w- is mouth? Were we supposed to know what mouth is? Yeah. Rami, like... does it say anything about mouth in the handbook? It, I Rami gets it out. It
0: mentions, it is mentions there anything? that you would have to go through unit training. It doesn't mention mouth specifically as a system. Um, it, it just says that you should go through unit training at uh, at home base, and then if you don't, you, uh, you have to go through it in the field, which is what mouth is. It's in... It's a like mobile operative unit training helper, yeah. I Me mean, remembering <laughs> yeah. my own <laughs> acronym. <laughs> mood Uh it, it
2: it appears that um we this is a I, I guess a required part of field training, but I I I wasn't as I said, I, I knew it would be a practice. I w I wasn't quite sure what it involved. I suppose this is meant to be enable us to work
1: back the team. Which not too bad. We're doing good. I feel yeah. like it would be Could've more it would have been more effective if you know we had the whole team. I feel like it's kind of hard to do training if there's no one to train you. If you know what I mean.
2: I'm sure it will work out it will start I'm done
3: if, I, if we if we go through that fog door and we have to kill another fucking spider, I will lose my mind.
2: I I mean I don't think it would make much sense. To two spiders running each other. But I this, don't know. What,
3: this feels more like psychological warfare to me. So uh you know a spider would make sense.
2: Well, I I I, don't know. I, I, I mean I haven't I haven't met the presiding over the rest of our training, so I'm not really sure what it's meant to entail. But I suppose if we're each section, and we are
1: past, right? I should imagine so. I, I'd assume the past condition is not dead or otherwise... alive. alive. ...hurt too badly. To give them their due, I feel like it would be much less shitty if we had someone who was actually telling us what was going on. Unfortunately... I'm blaming there's all oh, there's someone soon. I've decided. I don't know yeah. who they are, but Wait. they're not here, so they can't defend themselves. And yeah. the, what the other. P-
3: Who is this monsoon person?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I get that there's a job, and I understand that they've just fucked off or whatever. But
3: when we meet this person, I, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna have a very high opinion of them, to be honest. I
1: think that's absolutely fair, Bram. I think that's perfectly fair.
2: Rami uh, takes off his like little pouch uh, satchel, and rummages through it, um, and. He emerges with three bumps he gives he gives one to each of you um, I, I thought I had these I actually have I have four <laughs> I suppose the last one.
3: Uh, three. we throw the last one at monsoon when we see them next
2: well I I wouldn't like that but
1: um, maybe by the time we get there we can convince you I think it'd be yeah. fun. Some more Wait, cathartic after the spider murder.
2: I think yeah. if we focus on eating and perhaps...
1: Perhaps, yes.
2: Maybe eat, eat a plum and he'll come down. <laughs> 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 like, he wants guys to eat it eats. It's obvious, he's kind of ready. And he also starts
3: eating his plum. <laughs> Bram, takes the, Bram takes one of the plums out of your hands and goes,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then takes like a massive bite out of it. I felt like we sit in companionable silence for a bit and eat our plums and just kind of vibe.
0: Okay, yeah, you take you take a little while to recover. Um, you kind of sit in this like very hot, like rainforest environment. You hear the occasional call of a bird. and um, But other than that, it is quiet as you sit there uh, staring at the remains of the gigantic spider that you cleaved in half and um recovering and after you feel uh, a little more fit and ready um what would you like to do right
1: guys so everyone feeling a bit better we could probably do with going through whatever that fog archway is to whatever spiders on the other side yeah uh
2: Rami uh, gathers his things and gets up and kind of dusts himself off and then offers uh, Bram and Antonia each a hand to get them up.
1: She um, takes
3: it. A- good. I- I Bram stands up and ends up steadying Rami and she's like, Thank you, thank you so much. You're the sweetest. Of, of course, thank and you. And kind of uh, him on the shoulder. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Uh, Rami gives her a nod and then goes,
1: uh, sh- Shall
0: we forge on?
1: Through <laughs> the ominous fog cloud it is then, guys. Let's go.
0: The three of you make your way to the sort of natural, viney, leafy archway that has formed. You feel that familiar, sort of blank, white space around you, a uh, slightly damp feeling of the fog kind of settle around you as it swirls, and you are transported once more. And this time, uh, when it, when the fog clears and settles, uh, you hear a voice say environment simulated so the for law and each of you you don't see the other two members of your team you're in a sort of a gray um sort of a prison cell almost you think but each of the uh each of uh the walls are sort of blank like there's no windows or um any kind of bars or anything you're just in a you're basically in a plain like grey stone brick room um roughly hewn um and okay so this is what you see rami you see a desk with two pieces of paper on it antonia you see in the wall that you're looking at that's directly in front of you there are blocks and each of the blocks has a different symbol or inset gem colour into it. It's kind of like a mixture of gems and symbols um, inlaid into the wall. Bram, you also see this, but what you see is different. Can we
2: communicate with one
3: another?
0: We'll have to try in a moment.
3: We, we ring each other on our high fantasy cell phones.
0: So, Rami, you see uh, a piece of paper with a lot of uh, long strings of writing on it. Um, Antonia... And Bram, you are looking at your tiles and none of you can see each other.
3: We can't see or talk
1: to each other. Well, we don't know we can't talk to each other. To be fair, none of us have tried yet. Okay. Um. Bram screams immediately, really loudly going, is anyone there? Uh, yeah, you two both hear that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're here. Hello. I guess. Uh, so yes, I can
3: hear you. I'm kind of like, she goes, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then she kinda of yells back, she goes, do you, Does everyone have these weird tile puzzles? Or is it just me?
2: I also do. Not gonna lie. Kinda have enough puzzles. I don't have any puzzles, I just have well, it it's a it's a riddle on a piece of paper. Oh. And there's a desk, but there's not much on the desk apart from the piece of paper. So
1: Do you want me yeah, to read that, it? That'd be great.
2: I can read it. <clears throat> What is it that you keep when you need it not, but throw out when you do need it? Though I might sound dark, and might even give you a fright, make no mistake, I fight for, not against the light. I roil in the depths of the vast sky and sea, when you know sorrow, you might feel me. Tall I am young, short I am old, while with life I glow, wind is my foe. What am I? A
3: candle, right?
2: Um, and that's, uh, I think, I think they may be some separate oh, ones. Well, the
3: last one is definitely a
2: candle. Because that, that's just the first. That... yes, yeah, so I, I was thinking that too. But there's more. Okay, uh, say okay,
3: that. say it all again. There's
2: more, so I don't know whether they're the same or different. Well, well, that's, uh, do you want me to? Because there's, there's sort of twelve or, or thirteen lines of writing here, so.
1: Okay, um. I have six symbols. Bram, how many symbols do you have? Uh, I also have six symbols. Okay, so six symbols, 12, 13 lines, probably a line per symbol. Seems reasonable. Yes, I would say that
2: too. Do you want me to read the first yeah, one again? Yeah, you read the
1: first line, and we can work it out, me and Bram.
2: Okay, the, fir- the first line is, uh, what is it that you keep when you need it not... But throw out when you now, do you see, need it. I think
1: it. I have this one. I think the answer is an anchor. That makes sense. Okay. So, that's very smart, actually. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. What do you do?
2: But I do oh, have an
1: anchor tile up press here. Press it?
2: Is it like a button? Or?
1: Uh, put that one first, uh, I yes. guess. Uh, Antonia goes up to the tiles and sees if she can like move them around or spin them or anything. Yeah, you can
0: move them around. It's kind of like the, a similar sort of uh, the, the luggage lock sort of situation where it's like uh, you can kind of uh, rotate. Oh, rotate yeah, okay, it. so
1: uh, Antonio goes to the first one and turns that into an anchor. Okay. You do that. Cool.
0: Nothing particularly happens to indicate whether or not you're right. Well, yeah, this is line one, so... Um. Yeah, we free immediately. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've cracked it.
2: The next line says, Though I might sound dark, and might even give you a fright, Make no mistake, I fight for or not against the light.
3: I've got a knight tile. Would that make sense? I, it sounds dark, but fights for the light. Yeah, it sounds like
2: knight. Yeah. Yes, a knight. Did that. Sh- okay. Brown kind that. of
3: like goes up to the the first like combination tile and like swings it round to like the
2: knight uh, symbol. So then the next one must be because it 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 must be one for mm. each of you. Uh, so they must all be separate. Uh, let me read the next line. Uh, I roil in the depths of the vast sky and sea. When you know sorrow, you might feel me. And it, it talks about being in the depths of the sky and sea. I don't know whether it's something to do with perhaps tears or clouds or mm. water.
1: What symbols do you have? I mean, I have I have an anchor and a castle. And then I also have onyx, pink topaz, emerald and amber. Can what what symbols sorrow? have you got that we haven't mentioned? Uh,
3: I've got... I've got a, a candle, um, a ruby, a sapphire, a goblet, and some wedding rings. Cool. Oh, and a knight, but we've already done that one.
2: Well, we know we we know that the uh, the next one is the candle. Tall I am, young; short I am, old. While with life I glow, wind is my right, bow. So
3: That's definitely the that candle. That's the candle. The one I got first round time around. I'll put I'll put I'll put I'll, put, I'll turn my next one to candle okay. then. Yes. And she goes up and she you know does the dial twisting.
2: Okay, the next one says, The sun brings me out best. I must say sorry. And when you see me in all of my glory, you may feel me too. But that's a different story. Uh, You said you had amber, Antonia. I I do, yes. Perhaps... Well, amber looks particularly beautiful in the sunlight. I I don't Mm -hmm. know whether that makes a difference.
1: Perhaps, yes. I'm...
3: Oh, I... I f- Bram kind of like she realizes something she's like I my one from the, the the previous line it might be one of mine sapphire
1: the sky and the sea is blue and when you're sad you also feel blue oh right that's that's fantastic you're... the colors not so much the gemster that makes sense good the, job, Bram. the colors okay so
3: she she goes back up to the the dials and she like twists instead of candle she turns it to sapphire and then twists the next one to candle
2: okay. that is that is very clever you, you don't give yourself enough credit, Bram. Yeah.
3: <gasps> you, you can't see this because, you know, you're in different rooms. But Bram is like, turned, like, bright pink. She's, like, kind of ducked her
2: head and she's like,
1: <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> all
2: right, so... The sun brings me out best. I must say sorry. And when you see me in all of my glory, you might feel me too. But that's a different story. The sun brings
3: me
1: out... Is it? I'd, I'd say amber. You know, like... A...
2: Well, you feel the sunlight as well.
1: I mean, uh, Antonia does Amber next.
2: I, I'll, I'll keep reading, and if we have to change them later, it's alright. We've got plenty of time, I f- think.
0: The room starts filling with water, no. <laughs>
2: Magic of my kind is a cause for concern, and if you fall into my hole, you might never return.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bram just kind of like starts sniggering, because, you know, she's grown up with like a load of knights, And they've all got, like, very dour senses of humour. But um, she kind of calls out. She goes, you've got onyx, right? I got onyx? Black magic? Black magic? Black hole? Because black magic is cause for concern. And if you fall into a black hole, you ain't getting out of that shit.
1: I guess so, yeah. That makes sense. Antonia's realising that she's not that good at puzzles. (laughs) (laughs) And by Antonia, I mean Freya. Freya is not that good at puzzles.
2: Okay, the next one says, Men sees it from its home... Tear apart its flesh, drink the sweet blood, then cast its skin aside.
1: Goblet, perhaps.
2: You drink out Seize a goblet it from its home. Drink yeah. the the grapes, maybe. Yeah, you have grapes. The grapes, grapes. You have yeah, grapes. Cast the skin aside. But do when we? Do you have grapes? But, but do we
1: have a grape symbol? We don't have a grape symbol. We don't have no one but, has grapes. But, Unless the goblet just means <laughs> but, but, the wine. But, th- 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 I mean, yeah, that that's what I That makes more sense. Never mind. Do you put goblet next? Yeah, let's put goblet next.
3: Bram kind of, Bram spins the dials around to goblet. Excellent.
2: Okay. The next one is pretty easy. Uh, I think because one of you said you had wedding bands. Yeah. Bram calls Bram. back. She's like, I do. Yes, it says, what binds two people yet touches only one?
3: Wedding rings, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you're so
2: smart. Thank you. <laughs> cool. uh, the next one says, Halo of water, tongue of wood, skin of stone, and long I've stood. My fingers short, reach to the sky. Inside my heart, men live and die.
1: What am I? Castle. Oh, yeah, you've got a castle. I've got you? a castle, so Antonia makes the next one a castle.
2: Okay, the next one, uh, did either of you have any kind of red gemstone? Oh, I have a ruby. Okay, I think this is it. Uh, it says, When the sun sets, I am in gorgeous array. But do not let the sun go down on your anger, they say. Nevertheless, if you're angry, you'll see me anyway. Must be red. Must be red. Oh, sounds amazing. I going
3: I go into rage all the time. <laughs> I should know this.
2: This is the second to last one. It says, Today he is there to trip you up, and he will torture you tomorrow. Yet he is also there to ease the pain when you are lost in grief and sorrow. No,
3: I think that would have been... Goblet. I would have put goblet there. Yeah. Oh, oh no, put have put goblet because so. turning to drink is an unfortunate but fairly. Yes, yes, and and he will torture
2: you tomorrow. It's it's a reference to hangovers, know, but... I'm sure. So what was the one that we put for goblet then? Well, that was the one where it said about about. Well, I thought it was wine because it talks about drinking, uh, drinking, and then tossing away the skin.
3: I mean, we have emeralds and yeah. we have pink topaz left. Emerald, What's sure the last one? Pink. What's the last line?
2: The last one is, it says, Tickled is what I think they call it when in your heart I found my place, or per- perhaps it is a lover that has me splashed across your face. I'd oh, imagine tickled, that's pink tickled topaz. Pink.
1: Yeah. Tickled
2: pink, that's right. So the pink topaz goes there, which leaves the one that said about flesh and also the one that was amber. Amber. So what was what was the one about amber, first of all? Well, it said, the sun brings me out best, I must say sorry. And when you see me in all of my glory, you might feel me too. Oh, 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 orange. Men seize it from its home, tear apart its flesh, oh, drink shit. the sweet blood and oh. then cast its skin aside. I was thinking of fruit. You were right. Had the right idea. Amber is orange, which leaves emerald. The sun brings me out best, I must say sorry. And when you see me in all of my glory, you might feel me too. Oh. Green. Perhaps... The green- you mean- if, if you feel- if you feel green, it's jealousy, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And well, Morning Glory's a so. plant,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so.
0: Let's
2: try it that way.
0: Okay, I'm gonna need final orders from each of you. Here we'll... Antonia's got, um, Anchor, Emerald, Onyx,
1: Castle, Amber, Pig Topaz. Okay, lovely.
3: Okay, so Bram's got, uh, Knight- Sapphire, candle, wedding rings, ruby, and goblet.
0: Okay. Uh, As you click the final tile into place, the walls between you turn into smoke and dissipate, and all three of you are standing in this room. Um, all together, having solved my wall puzzle. You're both here!
2: Thank goodness for that. We found one another again. Yeah,
0: that was... Sure, something. Uh, The 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 smoke kind of um, from the walls kind of kind of almost collapses inwards and like draws together and like twists up and it forms itself into a flag, um, which I'm presuming one of you wants to go ahead and pick up.
2: Um, Rami is gonna step forward and take the flag.
0: And as you take the flag, and a trapdoor opens up in the middle of the tower, and it has sort of like a rung ladder down it, and you can see the fog curling. Um, up from the trap door and kind of like dissipating into the room
1: down the ladder
2: uh, Ra- Rami uh, gestures towards both of you ladies first
1: thank you and I guess Antonia goes down <laughs> okay. the ladder
0: you you, uh, you start climbing <laughs> down the ladder again it's this fam- uh, almost familiar at this point the white space uh, and the feel of the, the fog on your skin as all three of you make your way down and descend into nothing you feel that familiar sort of blank white space around you um and the kind of uh slightly damp feeling of the fog kind of settle around you and as it swirls and you are transported once more and then the fog begins to clear uh and you're standing indoors uh in a very dry environment it smells dusty and leathery and warm Uh, You're in a beautiful chamber, you realise, as the fog begins to clear even more. Made of high arching soft white stone, sort of like gothic architecture and uh, sunlight is streaming down from a high window, uh, illuminating particles of dust that float through the air. The floor is dark wood and the walls are lined floor to ceiling with leather bound books. Other than this, the room is mostly empty and somewhat cavernous feeling other than the objects placed rather almost patronizingly in the middle of the floor there are eight crystal spheres lined up along the side of the room and they all look and um they all look fairly identical they're made of uh pale blue quartz uh iridescent um kind of they're swirling inside with like a kind of soft um shimmery magic and you uh you see that each of them is on a sort of little little stand and each of them is marked uh, with a number in roman numerals in order from one to eight um and in the center of the room there is a pair of uh, large silver scales um there's a, a switch in front of the scales and on the far wall you see a rope pulley with uh the f- the flag right at the top uh, at the base of the rope pulley there is a small silver hemisphere um which you kind of infer that one of the spheres might fit into and there is a note on the floor in front of the spheres what would you like to do i guess we read the note what the notes say read the note. okay the note says um before you eight crystal spheres await but one is heavier than its mates by so little that you could not tell by touch alone nor mind nor spell This sphere alone fells what you seek, from its lofty and taunting peak. If you fail to correctly choose, you may not like what then ensues. Beware, however, your moves are few, you may not simply attempt a crew. The silver balances may twice be tipped, and thereafter their switch cannot be flipped. Of your final choice, you have but one, and then you either will have won, or suffered greatly for your blunder, even best laid plans do go asunder.
2: I will say the person who wrote that is a, is a fantastic wordsmith.
0: I was going to say, your Hurry rhyming you skills on. are off the
3: fucking Excellent charts. Excellent riddle. Have you considered either becoming a uh, wordsmith, a rapper, or someone who reads audiobooks? Because I feel like those things would suit you very well. <laughs> I will take
0: all three of those career considerations into <laughs> into account, thank you. <laughs> Maybe, maybe maybe I could be all three, kind of like a three pronged attack kind of situation. Yeah. I love, I personally
1: like the career of wordsmith. Yeah. I don't know what that <laughs> entails, but I enjoy it.
0: There is also like more to notice about each of those things. So if you want to make an investigation check, you can.
2: Rami is gonna make an investigation check. I I got a nat 20.
0: A nat 20. Right, so uh, about the scales, about the spheres, there's nothing discernible uh, that you can tell about uh, the difference between each of these um, eight spheres. They're all marked one to eight. That's the only thing, really. Um, The scales, you kind of walk up to them. They're very sort of ornate. They're very pretty. Um, They're like old fashioned scales, but uh, there's also kind of like a mechanical element to them. And each side of the scales, uh, the dish looks like it could hold um, up to four spheres at a time. There is uh, also a large switch on the floor in front of the scales. One On one side of the switch, there is a black gem, which the switch is currently pushed towards. And on the other side, there is a green gem. As you walk towards the pulley system on the far wall, you can infer that you would have to place one of the spheres into the, the sort of silver hemisphere that sits at the bottom. Um, and that would cause the flag to um, be dropped down the other side of the pulley. So Rami,
2: Rami's uh, taking a look around. Um... And unnoticed the kind of structure of the puzzle and he turns to look behind and says it would appear that uh, each of these uh, scale trays could take up to four of the spheres I I think we might need to do some kind of process of elimination to work out
1: that would make sense yeah definitely Hmm.
3: if they can if they can hold four on either side do you think that means that we should start off with
2: four on either side? Would that work? There are only two. Only two turns of a switch, right? Like, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like. So if
2: we put if we put four in each, uh, then there would be still four to to pick from. There would be a way of... How do you mean? Well, um. If you put four in one scale and four in and then it tips to the left. Uh, you know that the heaviest one is on the side of the left. Um, but then you still have four spheres to choose from, so if you split them again and put two and two, um, say it tipped to the right that time, you still have two spheres that it could be either of. Uh, we'd have a 50% chance of getting it wrong.
3: So And it sounds, sounds like getting it chance of bad. Yeah, I was gonna say Dying, yeah,
2: or just being hurt real bad, you know. I, I don't, I don't know if we're going to die. I, I, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, we only just got hired. We get squashed by a really big sphere.
1: I can definitely imagine this room filling up with sand or something. I, I,
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to dwell on that. There are a lot of books in here, and the sand, but they have a there anyway. Um,
1: <clears throat> uh, let us let's,
2: let's take a look at it uh, again. Uh, so if, if four and four won't work.
3: What? Uh, two and two? Three and three? How will we play this? Say we... Say we took three. We put three in either side. But that means we'd still have... we'd have two left at the end that we wouldn't be weighing. Exactly. So if the scales
2: remained level, we'd know that it was one of those two.
1: And, and then we'd I just see. have to... Yeah, this, this works. This is okay. smart boy. Bram,
2: Bram
3: leans over to Rami and like ruffles his hair and is like, oh, look at all those book smarts going to work.
2: Uh, Rami, uh <clears throat> he, he kind of, he, he seems a little bit like, ah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't really know what to do with that because he's the oldest of his family. I don't think he's ever had his hair ruffled by anyone other than like his grandma. Oh, Bram,
3: <laughs> like, Bram <laughs> kind of like sees him kind of like flinch a little bit and she kind of backs off. She's like, oh, I'm. I'm, so, I'm sorry i oh god i i usually do that oh, with my no. knights and it,
2: i it, it's i'm it, sorry it's totally fine i i it's it's okay i just uh, <laughs> i wasn't expecting much anyway um <laughs> um let me uh let me think about this if we if we have three in each uh say the scales tip one way uh then we put two um again it's a process of elimination we put two in the scales for the second weighing and if it if it remains level, then we know it's the one that we left out, and if it tips, we know
1: which one again. I see. That's so smart. That's really smart. Thank you. I need to get. Uh, I didn't think espionage would involve so many logic puzzles. I think I should probably get better at this.
2: Yeah. I I uh, I'm quite good at process elimination. I do a lot of Sudoku. Anyway, uh, let's, l- let's let's give wh- it a try and just, wh- just what just, is just Sudoku? It... Just quickly, what is it? It it's a number. You do that for fun? Oh yeah. Oh, it's a very well-known form of number puzzle. Um, I could explain it. To you.
1: I mean, anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe some sometimes. Sometime. <laughs> How about <laughs> yes, after well... we don't get crushed by a giant sphere and/or drowned in sand? Yeah. I
3: shall mean, we? You know, yes. You know what? If we do make it out of here uh, in one piece and everyone's still here, I'll do some Sudoku. <laughs> we can Absolutely.
1: all do, We can all do a Sudoku. <laughs>
3: We can do a team-building Sudoku puzzle, and no one will die, and there will be no threat of bodily harm, no spiders, and everything will be fine. No spiders, but... no worms, no exactly. just numbers and um, the power
0: of maths. <laughs> yep,
3: the only threat of bodily sense. harm that we will ever face, doing a Sudoku puzzle, is the bodily harm that I will threaten to Monsoon for not being here and helping us with this logic puzzle. But, you know, Rami's got that sorted, so it's fine. Oh, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's
1: no it, problem. It's fine. Let, let's, let's give it a go. Let's just put happens, these balls... In these slots, and um, let's go. Let's go. Bram kind of
3: bra- Bram looks over to the glass orbs and sees that they're like bowling ball sized, and she goes, "Rami, you know, if you explain it to me, go through it with me,
2: and I'll so, I'll, move, uh, the, I'll then, move
3: the spheres for you." Uh,
2: yes, yes. If you take uh, the first uh, one, two, and three, and put them in the left side of the scale.
3: Okay. Uh, she goes over to the she goes over to the orbs. She grabs. One and two under each arm. Um,
2: Rami Rami goes over Rami goes over and attempts to drop the third one. It's a little bit heavy for Um but he he's he's got it. He's got it. And he kind of like he t- he like he like tilts
3: a little bit, and Bram's like, oh yeah. okay, no, uh, okay. it's it's all right. It's it's not too <laughs> lifts bad. Lifts the orb out of his arms. Oh, oh, thank, you, like, thank you, thank lift you, thank you. You're welcome. Not from the back. Yeah, you've got to you've got to lift from the th- the thighs, otherwise you will ruin your back, and you know. You've got to take care of yourself.
2: Thank you. I've I've not heard that before. Uh, all right. Um. And then if we take uh four, five, six, and the right scare.
1: Antonia yeah. has been leaning on four, five, and six, and she kind of just moves.
0: And Tony is, like, examining her fingernails. like.
1: <laughs> yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know what's happening here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Bram, Bram grabs four, moves it over, uh, first onto the right side of the scale, and then grabs five and six, and she holds them up to her chest and, like, raises an eyebrow, like,
1: eh?
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> and she's like, okay, the joke fell flat. Rami has no idea what you're doing. He has no idea. He has no idea what that means. He's not. No. It's, it's... funny. It's funny?
1: That's it's a good okay. joke. It's a good Thank joke, Bram. You
3: a good Thank you. a good solid titty joke i i am a connoisseur i should know
1: <laughs> shouldn't we all
2: Wow. um well okay uh so those are settled now so all we have left to do um is flip the switch and then uh if it's either 7 or 8 the scale should remain level um and if it's not one side that's uh, okay. Okay.
3: okay rami do you want to do the honors oh
0: you don't mind, go for it. Uh, Rami step forward and... Okay, yeah, you, f- you flip the switch um, from the side of the black gem to the side of the green gem. It glows softly um, and then you hear the sort of mechanical grinding of gears um, and the silver scales um, kind of falter for a moment and then gradually tip to the left side okay
3: so i guess that means that we know the heaviest one is on the left that's what you were saying yes
2: yeah yes that's correct um now all we have left to do is uh two uh one each side of the scale and scale remains level we know it's there. it doesn't cool
3: so a bram goes over she moves four five and six back to their like or slots i guess that's what they're called and um kind of moves T- uh, moves two, num- the number two over to the right side, and then lifts the third one and just kind of cradles it, gently.
2: Okay, uh, let's flip switch again. So romy bra-
0: bra- yeah, yeah. Whilst you, yeah, it's, it flipped back to black. So yeah, it flipped back. You That's push right. it back yeah. to the green side again. Push it back. Um, and yeah, the the um the green gem glows. And the scales remain perfectly level. It does have a bit of a creaking noise, but the ornate silver scales just sort of remain they don't tip to either side.
3: Bram's like eyes widen and she looks down at the orb that she's cradling to her chest and she goes, Well, I guess we know which
2: one is the heaviest.
1: Good job, guys. Yes we do. Really good job.
2: Hell yeah. oh thank goodness. Uh so Bram, we would
3: I'd love to get out of here. And she she walks over to the kind of the, the the flag on the rope and the slot that the orb goes into, and she uh, you know gingerly places it down into the uh, into the indentation. Do we have to do anything? Do we have to flip a switch or?
0: Okay, so you place the sphere um, into the slot, um, and the instant your fingers uh, leave it, there's like a beat of sort of tense silence and nothing really happens oh for a fuck, moment we're going to
3: die um, we're going to die <laughs> we're fucking die but bitch. then
0: you hear that sort of gear grinding noise again and the rope begins to slip down the other side and the flag gently makes its descent um, to you where you can now untie it Okay. Excellent.
3: well bram reaches up and unties the flag
0: yeah so as, as uh, you pick, as, as your fingers uh, meet the familiar sort of softly glowing blue fabric of the flag, um, you see another doorway form. Uh, and this time it's sort of one of, it's sort of in the fashion of those sort of, uh, like, you know, in very old houses, the like secret doors and like the little kind of nooks and passageways and uh, corridors. So this door appears and this, the familiar sort of, white sheen of uh, fog hangs over the door. What would you like to do?
1: Well, that was a fun puzzle. And if I see another puzzle, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ape shit. I was not gonna say it like that, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Bram nods sagely. She goes. I'm gonna be having words with whoever decided we had to do these.
2: <laughs> I... I will say I prefer the riddles to the giant spiders.
1: Yeah, that that one nearly killed. A I would of us. say the same, but I'm not going to lie. There was a bit of a rush
0: cutting it in half.
2: Mm. You did very well. That was very good. Thank you.
0: You all step through uh, the door. Um, you feel the you feel the fog um, on your skin as as you have each of the previous times. Rami and Bram, you're beginning to get used to the sort of misty, heavy quality of the fog, the way it settles on you like a mantle and phases you between environments. It doesn't feel any different to you whatsoever. Antonia, however, this feels different. It starts off the same, that sort of heavy feeling of the of the kind of cold um, fog mantle, but then the particles become finer and sharper pinpricks of water and you realize that what you're feeling isn't fog anymore but the fine mist of sea spray you taste the salt on your tongue feel that certain thrill rush into your lungs unbidden as a biting wind that certainly was not there before whips at your hair and tugs at your clothes you are suspended on nothing for a moment before you feel the sturdiness of a deck beneath your feet you'd know those well-walked boards anywhere the disintegrating ghosts of the asphodel rocks precariously beneath you for a moment, and you look around. Enormous, hungry waves swell and clash into sprays of violent foam, splintering wood and taking parts of the asphodel into its depths to devour later, a predator slinking away with its prey to enjoy at leisure in its lair. You know, ironclad, without a single doubt in this moment that you will descend into the depths along with your ship. You are in the eye of the storm, and you are alone. But then you feel yourself being lifted by the ravenous ocean, feel its cold vice form into a whirling typhoon sweeping your feet from under you and you are lifted up, up above the dreadful and gorgeous carnage below. You are momentarily blinded by a whirl of salt water, your eyes stinging with it, but when they clear, you see them. They have never, ever summoned you personally. You have never seen their face or lack thereof in person. You've always known they were there by the playful lick of the waves on deck, by the gentle tip of the sea's hand in your favor when you battled the Imperial Navy tooth and nail, the way that the salt air encrusted on your lungs felt like diamonds. But they've never been physically there, not like this. Long, tangled white wet hair, plastered to a featureless grey visage, enrobed in a roiling mass of dark water silk and spidering sea foam lace, the unknowable one, the breaker of masts, the disturber of the peace, looks at you, as much as an entity with no discernible eyes can look at anything. You wonder how this is all going to pan out for a second. One of their titles is the silent swindler after all. Are you just going to what? have a staring contest with an eyeless god and then in what is almost an amused tone though they have no mouth a voice emanates from them the silent swindler speaks you have returned my storm and that's where we're going to end today's session thank fucking god
1: because i don't know what i was gonna say there (laughs) oh my gosh